receive the word. I believe the word. I believe the word. I work on the word. I work on the word. The word works on me. The word works. Say it again. I receive the word. I receive the word. I believe the word. I believe the word. I work on the word. I work on the word. The word works on me. The word works. Yeah. So I've been teaching on the subject of fruitfulness, and last week, two weeks ago, I beg your pardon, I dealt on the. Um, positioning for you to be fruitful I said you need to understand divine positioning and today I want to get into another aspect of fruitfulness um, that I've titled fruitfulness in your purpose somebody say fruitfulness in my purpose shout it like your voice is here say fruitfulness in my purpose fruitfulness in my purpose yes now I want to before I begin to speak just understand a few things and then we can be able to right on there number one uh, two weeks ago i made it clear um that your spiritual fruitfulness actually forms the fulcrum of every other fruitfulness in your life for you to be fruitful you must first be fruitful in your spiritual life in other words when you are fruitful in god in your walk with god in your commitment to the things of god every other thing else in your life begin to fall in place amen how many of you were here two weeks ago? You understand? Okay, guys, let's go. Yes. So I want just take note of these few points as we go on. Now, um, number one, shall we read one go? Now, shall we read like we at least we went to high school? Hallelujah. Shall we read one go? Yes, I made it clear two weeks ago that when you are fruitful in your spiritual life, every other aspect of your life falls in place. Because for you to succeed in and be fruitful in any aspect of your life, the first point of call is your work with God. Tell your neighbor your work with God. Your work with God. Shall we say your work with God? Your work with yeah, God. Yeah, so when you get that in place, every other thing else falls in place. I remember many years ago, when I was on campus and um, I was I was I was leading a prayer and we were host we had hosted that time my spiritual father had come to speak and he gave me a prophetic word and one thing I remember he said which always rings in my spirit is that he said that the more you do well in ministry the more every other business you do also succeeds and that is what happens in my life every other thing else i do succeeds because the first point of call that is the house of god the things of god you become successful in it you walk with god and god also blesses every other thing else that you do the bible says that i'm um, seeking first what and then what will happen or what huh come come again yes every other thing else shall be added unto you when you seek the kingdom so we are already in the kingdom so what is remaining is for the all other things to be added and i pray for you as you are in this house every desire upon your heart may god meet it i'll receive if you are here shall i receive that i'll receive let's go to the next point quickly <coughs> Now we understand we were created we were all cre shall we read we were all created by god uh-huh uh-huh tell your neighbor i was created for a purpose i was created for a purpose 
Yeah, in other words, God had an original intent for making you. And for you to be fruitful, the first point of your, the second point of your fruitfulness, besides being fruitful in the kingdom, is being fruitful in your purpose. That is in your assignment. You, you can be fruitful as a child of God in your work with God. The next thing you should be looking for is how can I be fruitful in my assignment, in the reason for which God created me? Because everyone here you are you were not just created to occupy space in your family lineage you are not matter matter is anything that has weight and can what yeah that is not what you are doing you were created for an assignment say i was created for an assignment i was created for Say I was created for an assignment. I was created for an assignment. God had an original intent for making you. Before even you appeared physically here, God had already had a plan for making you. Now go with me if you would to um, Jeremiah chapter 1 verse 5. Reading from the Amplified Version of the Bible. Jeremiah 1 5. Jeremiah 1 5. And I want you to read it like your voice is yours. One go. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Now the Bible says, now this is God speaking. God says, before I formed you in your mother's womb, I knew you and approved of you as my chosen instrument. God had already approved of you. Say, God had approved of me. Not just that. He said he knew you, number one. He had approved of you, number two. Before even you appeared here, there existed another person called David. Before I was formed in my mother's womb, God already knew me, number one. He had approved of my calling, number two. He already knew that I will do this in this year and everything else that is happening. He had already ordained them. So, what literally happened is, listen, can I get some, um, 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 some gentleman to illustrate? Can I get another woman? Um, yes, a woman. Come, a woman. Are there no women, no women in the house? Yes. So let's assume you are mother. And let's assume you are father. Father, come. See, we are assuming. See, see it's an assumption. Yes, please. It's an assumption. Yeah, so this is the mother, this is the, and this is the son. <laughs> now, please, um, um, get here, mother and father, get there, and son, be here, get back. Yes, now let's assume they have not met, yeah? Before they met, James was going about his things, and Faith was going about her things. Let's assume... Let's assume um, um, Joshua, Joshua's mother is this and Joshua's father is that. Are you following me? I just want to illustrate this scripture for you, for you to make sense to you. Now, before they met, this man has not appeared. Let's assume he's not even on the earth. He exists in the spirit. Now, the Bible says before even this one was possibly formed in the mother's womb, he existed in the spirit not just existed his assignment was already determined his purpose was already determined what he would do here on the earth was already determined by god he says before 
even appeared in your mother's womb, number one, he says, I knew you. That means you what? Existed. Somebody shout, I existed before. Number two, not just existed. He says, and I had approved of you. And this is the part I like so much. I don't care who disapproves of your calling. I don't care who does not like your anointed. Who doesn't connect with you. Be what I, One thing I know is that before even I appeared here, God had already approved of my assignment. So it doesn't matter whether you like me or dislike me. The good news is I don't care. As long as the Father in heaven has already approved of me, that is all that matters. Are you hearing me? Tell your neighbor, give your neighbor a high five and say, neighbor, God has approved of me. Uh, I've been approved by God. I've been approved by heaven. I've been endorsed by the God. Can I tell you something? You have heavenly endorsement. You don't need the endorsement of any man. You have been heavenly endorsed by God. It doesn't matter who dislikes your calling, your assignment, that which you do. God has already approved of you. I said, God has already approved of you. Before you even appeared here, he had approved of you. Before even you were born, he had already approved of your calling. Say, I'm approved by God. I've been endorsed by heaven. Are you hearing me? So, what is this thing of somebody wanting to change their size, color, Hey. 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 hey, say I'm approved of God. Shout, I'm approved of God. Mm -hmm. So, before he was formed in the mother's womb, God says, I knew you and you existed. So, there was something God wanted this man to come and do here on the earth. So, because he says he knew you. And had ordained you. And the, the third part he says. And had consecrated you to myself. And I had appointed you as a prophet. Now so his assignment. What he was supposed to do. Or what he is supposed to do on the earth. Was already determined even before he was born. Are you getting me? What this man was supposed to do on earth. Was already determined by God. Even before he was born. So God had a job description. Thank you, Holy Spirit. And he needed somebody to fit in that job description. So he picks a man, puts it in the mother's womb for the mother to give birth to the person. The mother thinks, oh, I have a baby. No. The mother is giving birth to someone to fulfill a divine agenda here on the earth. Not because, oh, are you here? So when you were born, you were born to fulfill a divine agenda, a divine assignment. You are not a genetic error. You are not a biological mistake. It doesn't matter who dislikes you, who disapproves of you. You were here to fulfill divine assignment. I speak over your life. And no witch in hell shall temper with your assignment. No sorcerer can temper with your destiny. That which God has ordained you to fulfill. That which God created you to fulfill. I declare you shall fulfill it. 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 If you are here, shout, I receive it. So see yourself as someone that was that is coming here on the earth to fulfill divine assignment shout i'm on an assignment no 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 shout i'm on an assignment shout i'm on an assignment 
shout I'm on an assignment it doesn't matter how it, it, sometimes it looks like you see when you're on assignment and it looks like nothing is working you feel like oh I mean what is happening to my life everything seems to be failing you feel like what is going on now can I tell you something it is just a matter of time that assignment shall manifest the purposes of God for your life will manifest it is just a matter of time can I tell you something David was born before David the king in scripture was born. David said in Psalm 51, in sin did my mother conceive me. David was born out of wedlock. His father and mother did not even plan to give birth to him. Are you getting me? They, had, they were enjoying some funny time and a man called David came out. Guess what? Still, regardless of the circumstances surrounding his birth, God still chose him as the king of Israel. Can I tell you something? one thing that you need to understand is this when david was born nobody knew him as a king in fact he was ostracized he was rejected by the family all the other brothers were in the house david was on the wilderness taking care of sheep but guess what in the process of time the assignment of god for david still manifested what am i trying to say maybe you may be like david circumstances surrounding your family is questionable circumstances surrounding your life is questionable but one thing is certain that which God has ordained, that which God has purpose for your life, for your life, it shall come to pass. Say, God knew me before I was I came here. Yeah, before you appeared on the earth, He knew you. Number one, He had approved of you. Number two, He had consecrated you. He even knew what you do. He says, I had appointed you as a prophet to the nations. So, if God knows what I'm supposed to do, where I'm supposed to go, who is that power that would want to temper with my assignment? Say who? So, these two people may meet as a couple, hoping that they are giving birth to a child. No, they are giving birth to someone who is coming to fulfill divine agenda. Are you hearing me? The agenda is divine. Whether they planned or they didn't plan. Him, his coming here is for a divine agenda. And that is certain. Are we together? Are we together? So you need to first understand. For you to be fruitful. This year you need to understand. You are not just walking I mean, around to fulfill. Uh, to doing nothing. You are here to fulfill divine agenda. You are here to fulfill divine purpose. You are here on an assignment by God. And number two, nothing can stop your assignment. Now, I want, you to, I want that to enter into your spirit. That no sorcerer, no diviner, no enchanter, no body, no authority can stop your assignment. Shout, I cannot be stopped. The devil came too late. I can't be stopped. Thank you. You can have your seat. Put your hands together for Jesus. So before you appeared here, God had already ordained you to fulfill destiny and to fulfill purpose. You are on a divine assignment. Shout, I'm on a divine assignment. Shout, I'm on a divine assignment. So that is why if you are here and maybe you don't even know why you were born, you are, you are just around, you think you are just around. See, the only person to ask 
about your purpose and your assignment is not your mother. It's not your father. It's the one that made you. God himself. Are you hearing me? Yes. Yes. You cannot fulfill your purpose. You cannot fulfill your assignment outside of God. You can't. Now let's go to the next point for me. Un until you discover your purpose, your life will have no meaning. Until you come to realization of what exactly God really wants you to do. I know someone to today says, ah, me, I'm a businessman. The next day he says, ah, no, 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 God has called me into ministry. Ah, the next day he says, ah, no, 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 God says I should be an actor. You see, confused kingdom. Yes, I understand God can make you do like myself. I can be a businessman and be a preacher at the same time like I do. But not everybody is called to multitask or have such multiple assignments. Are you getting what I'm saying? Yeah, you need to understand what God called you to do. Tell your neighbor, understand what God called you to do. Understand what God called you to do. Yeah, you need to know what exactly God called you to do. Not until you identify that your life would have no meaning. Because God requires you to be fruitful in your assignment, in your purpose. Can I tell you something? How many of you own businesses? You have a, you own a business or you are a CEO or you are a director or you can hire and fire. You can hire and fire. Raise your hand. Well, yes, you can hire and fire. Now, before you hire someone, wouldn't you have some job description in mind for the person to come and to do? Yeah, because before you hire someone, you need somebody to come and do a certain specific assignment. You have a certain JD in mind, so they are coming to do A, B, C, D, E, F. Now, imagine you hire someone, you ask them, they are supposed, imagine we've hired security guards in this church. And then, when instead of them to be at the gate, now they are, they, every day we come, they are cleaning, they are cleaning the house, they are cleaning. There's nobody at the gate. He asked them, why? I mean, we want to clean. We want to clean. What we will do eventually, we will fire them. Because we did not hire them to come and clean the auditorium. There are people who have been hired to clean. Is that not it? Yes. Sir. Yeah. So, if God, one of the things that will guarantee long life for you, here on the earth, because the earth does not belong to us. The Bible said the earth is the loss and the fullness thereof. The world and they that dwell therein. Psalm 24. For he founded it upon the seas and established it upon the clouds. For who shall ascend into the hill of the Lord? Who shall stand in his holy place? He that has a clean hands and a pure heart. He that has not lifted his soul unto vanity nor sworn deceitfully. For he shall receive blessings from the Lord and righteousness from the God of his salvation. Now let's go on. <coughs> if God owns this earth and he brings you here to fulfill an assignment and to be fruitful in a certain assignment. And you, you are fruitful in something else. What do you think he would do? What would he do? If he has two people to fire out of this earth. One who is fruitful in what he called him to do. And another who is fruitful in something else he has not called him to do. Which one will he fire? Yes, he will fire you easily. Why? Because you are not being fruitful in the assignment that which he called you to do. The reason why some people die premature is not because they are bad people. No. It's because they are not being fruitful in the assignment that which God 
call them here on the earth. Are you understanding me? Yes. God will never take you out of this earth. It doesn't matter how bad your situation becomes. When he knows you are still on your assignment. Yes. You can't die premature. It is not possible. When you are in your assignment, you cannot die premature. Mm. You can't. But when you are out of your assignment, doing something else, that you make yourself vulnerable to attacks of the enemy. Why? Because you are out of order. Out of your assignment, out of your purpose, you don't have provision. Out of your assignment, out of your purpose, you don't have protection. But when you are in your assignment, when you are in your purpose, you have provision, you have protection from Jehovah. Are you getting what I'm saying? Yes. Yeah. When you are in your assignment, you can't die premature. When you are in your assignment, you have provision. Now, guys, write for me provision. Like the day I provision. Provision, how many syllables? How many syllables? Three. Pro provision. Provision. Okay. Now we're going to break it into two. Pro. And then what? Now, who is writing? Please. Get me somebody who went to a good school. God, this one, he went to a good school. The way he's written it, you can tell he went to a good school. Now, let's read. Say provision. provision. Now, the word pro means before. Somebody shout before. Before. And we all know what a vision is, right? Your vision, what God, what you seek to do or what you seek to achieve. Now, for you to have provision, you must have a vision. So the provision that comes to you comes for the vision you have. God provides for you as long as there is what? A vision. But if you have no vision, you are just there is nothing. There is no nothing for you because you don't have anything in your hands that you are working towards. But as long as you have something doing, as long as you are in your assignment, you are following that which God asks you to do, there shall always be provision. Amen. I have never lacked money for things of God. I may be as tight as what, but God somehow will make a way. Why? Do you know why? Because I know I am in my assignment. When you are in your assignment somehow, even in the darkest hour, God will still make provision. And I make a prayer for somebody here who is stuck. They don't know how provision is going to come. From today, as you step in your assignment, May provision abound. May provision abound. May provision abound. See, some of you have wonderful dreams, big visions. You want to design, I mean, you want to own an estate, own this, I mean, multi purpose complex, all those kind of things. But guess what? Ladies and gentlemen, as long as it is in the will of God, I can tell you, God shall make provision. I said, God shall make provision. I said, God shall make provision. If you are here, shout, I receive, I receive it. So once you understand your assignment and your purpose, it makes it easy for you to connect to that which God wants you to do, 
and for you to be fruitful. Let, let's go to the next point. Fulfilling your purpose must be your ultimate goal in life. Tell your neighbor, fulfilling your purpose. Fulfilling your purpose. Must be what? Your ultimate goal. Yes. Because you were here, if you desired, there is no fruitfulness outside of fulfilling that which God wanted you to do. Because if, if, if it's, just, it's the same way I was illustrating to you. If I hire you to come and be a security guard, that is, if God brought you here on earth to fulfill a certain specific assignment and you are doing something completely different, it doesn't matter how productive or fruitful you think it is, I'm telling you, you are out of order. You are out of place. And God can take you out at any time. In the same way, if I hire you and I assign you a role and you are not doing it, I can take you out, 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 out at any time. Why? Because you are not fulfilling purpose. You are not doing that which God wanted you to do. Amen? So, fulfilling your God-given assignment should be your ultimate goal in this life. Tell your neighbor and say, fulfill your purpose. Fulfill your purpose. Number five. Now, I want everyone to read this because this one, it will help you. One, one go. Uh-huh. Did you hear that? Your success in life is not measured by what? Uh-huh, me. I told you the other day, I sat in the plane with someone, the business class, coming and we were coming. And the guy started intimidating me. A whole West African man like me intimidates me. Started telling me, hey, prof, you don't know. You know, I own this estate. I own that. You know, I, I have a jet. I have what? I'm like, hey. Sometimes you think you have arrived. You realize that you have not started. <laughs> he says, me, I own this. I own all these things in a fleet of what? In Nanyoki. I, I own this lodge. These villas, they are mine. I'm like, wow. So, I asked him, sir, what's your name? No, we are, he had just mentioned one name. So he mentioned, he told me his full names. And immediately he mentioned the full name. I could just tell this guy does not own anything that he says he owns. <laughs> so he asked me, so what do you do? I said, oh, me, I'm, I'm, I'm just a minister of the gospel and, uh, also a businessman. I do a few businesses here and there. Because now the guy has already elevated himself. What can you say? <laughs> you have to try to peg yourself low before things get messy. So I said to him, I wanted to make him look silly. So you know, if you are on a plane, you can get online. Yeah? If you are on a good flight, some airlines, you can't go online. So I went online and I on google i said sir please can you type your name i want to search your name so he typed his name and we clicked search and there was nothing the only thing that came was his facebook profile <laughs> and then i said to him oh okay now this is my name let me type my name and i typed my name i said says hey hey all this i told him sir I, I, I said it in passing when we were getting off the flight. I said, anytime you want to know how true someone is, if you Google their name and you cannot find their name on Google, that's it. I said, good day. See you next time. <laughs> Hear me? Hear me? People pr 
pride themselves so much on possessions. From one hour, he was only talking to me about all the things he has, which supposedly he doesn't even have them. Are you getting me? Yes, sir. Your success, let it get into your head. Put it on the screen. One, go. Your success in life. Let's read it. One, go. Again. Again. Uh huh. Yes, your success in life is not measured by what you have or do not have. It is measured by how well you are able to what? Fulfill your purpose. How well you are able to fulfill your purpose. It's what shows whether you are successful or not. Not the car you drive or the money you have in the bank. Amen? The car you could have borrowed or it was a hired car. Or it's on, it's on loan. Car finance. So, it doesn't mean you are successful. I mean, if you, I'm not saying it's bad, but I'm just telling you, it, your success is not determined by those things. It doesn't matter to God. Those things, that's not what? Yes, he can give you a car, a house, whatever, but that is not what determines how successful you are. How successful you are in this life is determined by how well you are able to what? fulfill your purpose. The question is, are you being fruitful in your purpose? How fruitful are you in the true reason why God created you? The main thing that God wanted you to do here on the earth. How fruitful are you in that assignment? And I pray that from now our minds will begin to shift into becoming fruitful in our assignment and in our purpose because that is the true fruitfulness. That is the true success when in your assignment you are doing well. In your purpose, you are doing well. Let's go. Skip to the next, next verse. Next point. Failing to fulfill your purpose is failing God. Now, because he, he the Bible says we are God's workmanship, created in his image. Now, you are God's staff. Say, I am God's staff. I am God's staff. Shout it. Say, I am God's staff. I am God's staff. Now, you are God's staff. Yeah? You are God's and he brought you here to fulfill his purpose. So if you don't do what he wanted you to achieve here on the earth, you are failing big time. Number seven, just want to go to um, um, nine and ten. Uh, okay, let me, let me do this. Um, I think this is good. Read what is on the screen. One go. Yes, I had already said this. If you want to identify what your purpose is, you don't ask your mother or your father. You ask who? God. You ask who? God. You ask who? God. Now, give me Ephesians um, chapter 1, verses 11 to 12. And then we go to Colossians 1, 16, and then we can go to the... I'll try and round up quickly. Um, give me... Now, we're going to read this in the Amplified and we go back to New King James. Shall we read one go? We are claimed by God as 
we are claimed by God as say I, I, I am for God. I am for God. Say 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 like you mean it. Say I'm for God. I am for God. Yes, you are not for your mother, father. No, somebody when when you are in that mood. Can I, you understand what I'm saying? No, I am all yours, baby. I am for you. Hey. Say I'm for God. <laughs> tell your neighbor, tell your neighbor, I am for God. Says baby, I am all yours. Um, I am all yours. Mumu. <laughs> now, when baby disappears, who do you go to? God. So, who do you belong to? Uh -huh. Let's go. We are we were claimed by God as his having been what chosen appointed beforehand according to the purpose of him who yes now let, let's take it from um, 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 new, new King James. So if you are for God and you want to know why he created you, or you want to know why you are here, who do you go to? Him. Amen. Shall we read one go? Mm -hmm. Yes. In him also we have obtained an inheritance. Being predestined according to the purpose of who? Now he says we are predestined according to his purpose. We were made according to his purpose are you following me yes are you getting me so the reason why you are here is not because somebody wanted you because he chose that you be here and the reason why you are alive is because he wants you here to fulfill a certain assignment and a certain purpose are we here yes sir. so nobody can kill you before your time amen amen okay give us in another version so that we can read something nice give us in nlt um, um or passion or something or message yeah read uh-huh mm -hmm. can you hear that did you hear that before we were even born he gave us what that means before you appeared here he already gave you what you are supposed to be he knew it Hush, let's read it's getting interesting as you read on uh-huh who always accomplishes every purpose and plan that is in us. He said, before we were born, he gave us our destiny, number one. Number two, that we will fulfill the plan of who? Not your father, not your mother, not your own plans. You are here to fulfill whose plan? Oh, 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 oh. You are here to fulfill whose plan? That should be the ultimate. Are we here? Yes. Sir. Yeah. So, isn't this thing of everything you do ask yourself is that what god will have you do are we, because as long as you are in his plan there is provision there is protection amen yes now let's go to the next point for the sake of time uh-huh now go to the next point i'll touch this um, um possibly next week um we i'll touch go tonight Good point, number nine.
I'll touch six, seven, and eight next week again. Shall we read one go? Now shout it like your voice is yours. Say his purpose is what? Purpose is what? So to be fruitful, you must understand the place of your divine assignment. Two weeks ago, I made this clear that God does not bless everywhere. Take it from me. God is everywhere, but he does not bless everywhere. There is certain particular place for your blessing that God would have you be for him to bless you. That is what we call your place of divine assignment. Your place of divine assignment. Your fruitfulness, your purpose is location sensitive. In other words, there is a certain place God would have you fulfill that purpose. From there, everything else would now expand to wherever else God would want you to go, but it must start from one place of divine assignment. Are we together? Yes, sir. Say my place of divine assignment. My place of divine assignment. Shall we say my place of divine assignment? My place of divine assignment. Now let's go to Genesis chapter 12, verses 1. Genesis 12, 1. There are places that if you go, it doesn't matter how anointed, powerful you are, you will not succeed when jesus entered into nazareth the bible says and he could not not that he didn't there's a difference between the scripture saying jesus did not do many miracles and jesus could not do he didn't do means he didn't want to do he couldn't do means the anointing couldn't work it is in your bible he could not do many miracles okay we can we let's let me show you that give me mark 6 from niv mark 6 mark chapter 6 from verse 1 mark chapter 6 from verse 1 uh-huh shall we read one go mm -hmm. uh-huh mm-hmm Verse 3. Uh -huh. Isn't this? Imagine they are calling Jesus the carpenter. They did not even say the carpenter's son. They said, Isn't this the carpenter? Isn't he, this Mary, this, isn't this Mary's son and the brother of James, Joseph, Judas, and Simon? Aren't his sisters here with us? Why? Because of that particular location. They knew him. Can I tell you something? The, one of the greatest and the most difficult places to minister sometimes is where you come from. Your own brothers, they know you. They know your own family members. Sometimes they despise you. They don't believe in the grace you carry. They don't believe in the anointing you carry. Are you getting what I'm saying? Yes. yes. Uh-huh. Next verse 4. Next verse. 
Verse 5. Now, now this is the part I want you to now. I will read it loud. I want go. He could not do any miracles there. Now, the scripture didn't say he didn't do. There is a difference between he didn't do and he couldn't do. He couldn't do means the anointing couldn't work. And this is Jesus. Are you hearing me? Yes. He couldn't. The Messiah, the one that walked on water, couldn't. Why? Because of the location. There are places that your grace may not even work. I pray for you. May God grant us a place of our divine assignment. I receive it. Now let's get back to Genesis chapter 12. And then maybe I'll close on that note. From verse 1. Shall we read one go? No, 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 no. Hold on there. Hold on there. Now, go back. The Bible says, God says, and God says to, God says to Abraham, go away from your country and from your relatives and from your father's house to a land that which I will what? And then what did he say? And I will make your, you a great what? Nation. Now, my question here is very simple. So, God, are you telling me you cannot bless Abraham where he was in Haran. Abraham has to change location before you can bless him. Are you following me? And the Spirit of God made me understand it is true. There are certain locations when you are there, you can't assess the things of the Spirit like you are supposed to. You cannot get blessed like you are supposed to. Even Jesus in Nazareth, the Bible says he couldn't do miracles. He couldn't. I pray in the name of Jesus that may God connect us to our place of divine assignment. And in our place of divine assignment, may we be exceedingly fruitful. He says, and I will make you a great nation and I will bless you abundantly and make your name great. How? When you change location. So, there are certain things that are location sensitive. Your purpose is location sensitive. Your fruitfulness is location sensitive. And lastly, I said, your purpose is people sensitive. Your purpose is what? People sensitive. See, my purpose is people sensitive. There are certain people God has strategically assigned to you to help you fulfill your purpose. To be fruitful, you must understand Go to the next one. People sensitive. Okay. It's time. Time sensitive. Okay. And um, then we will we'll, we'll do that. Okay, let me do it. Let me do it. Time sensitive. 
I've already said people say, let me do it people sensitive and maybe next week I'll do it time sensitive. Say my purpose is people sensitive. What that simply means is that there are people that God has ordained to connect with you to help you fulfill your purpose. Jesus Christ, our Messiah, when he was born, right from the time of birth, the Magi, the wise men came and gave him what? They gave him what? Gold, frankincense and what? See, it was not three wise men like your Sunday school teacher taught you. The Greek word there is Magi. It's a group of wise men that come and they helped Jesus. When Jesus, is, when Jesus was about to begin his ministry, after he had fasted for 40 days and 40 nights, the only person that knew, whose ministry the Jews knew was who? Was who? John the Baptist. John the Baptist stood in front of the crowd and said, this is the son of God. Hear him. John the Baptist endorsed the ministry of Jesus. And the people began to receive him. Why? Because at the time, the only prophet they knew was John. Jesus would not have been able to fulfill his assignment without the 12 disciples. Even though he died, the 12 carried on his mission here on the earth. You need to understand, ladies and gentlemen, that there are certain people God brings your way to connect you and to help you soar. And I pray, whoever needs to align with you this year, 2024, yes. may God strategically make them align with you. Align. Can I tell you something? I came, the first time I stepped in Kenya was 2012. And I met one, I met a priest, a priest for so many people. But there was one person among the people I preached for that made my ministry here big. Are you getting me? Yes. Sir. Yeah. So you need just that one person. You don't need too many people. You need quality people that are ready to say, sir, we will hold your hand and push you forward. We will take your CV and take to the boss and make sure they employ you. We will take. Can I be honest with you? Your name can be mentioned in offices where even you, you have not stepped there, but your name is being mentioned. You can be discussed in mega board meetings. You are not there and you have been discussed. Why? Because one person on the board had decided to promote your name and push your name forward. Amen. God can assign someone to connect with you, to push you and push your name forward. And this year we decree and declare. Yes. Any office, any place yes. where our names are supposed to be mentioned yes. for good purpose, yes. we decree and declare. Yes. May Jehovah release. release. May Jehovah release. release. May Jehovah release. release. In the name of Jesus. You shall be fruitful by the people God will bring you away. I'll receive it. May God make you fruitful this year. As you fulfill your purpose, anybody that needs to connect with you this year, may God release them. I receive. I say, may God release your destiny. God release your destiny helpers. I receive. If you are here, shout, I receive it. I receive. Let's be upstanding. Let's be upstanding. Let's be upstanding. Hear me. Nobody fulfills their purpose in a vacuum. You can't fulfill your purpose in a vacuum. You need people. You need someone to endorse you. To open a door for you.
to help you fulfill that God-given purpose. And today we pray in the name of Jesus that God would help you and make that which he has given you manifest in time. If you are here, shout, I receive that. I receive that. In the journey of life, the challenge is many of us, we are not sensitive, spiritually sensitive to discern the people that God brings our way. You are so myopic in your thinking. So you, when you see a helper, you just pass them. You just don't have the slightest idea that the next person sitting on your left or on your right or in front of you or behind you, how God can use them to change your life. And sometimes when you miss your God-given people, it takes a long time to get another person like that. And one thing the devil is good at is using offense. Somebody say offense. Offense. To make you miss your destiny helper. You get offended because of something very trivial. And you block your helper from assessing you. Some of you, if not for the offense that you had in your heart, somebody would have just put your name forward long time. I pray in the name of Jesus. I tell you, hold on, before I make a prayer, listen to me. I always use this illustration. See, my fingernails, they have been cut. I can cut my fingernails every two weeks. Will I, will I get offended? Would anything happen to me? No, I'll still look better, isn't it? But if I cut my off my right hand, I will look amputated and feel inadequate for the rest of my life. There are certain people, they are like your fingernails. You can cut them off every day. You will not feel a pain. But there are other people, they are like your right hand. When you cut them off from your life, for the rest of your life, you will feel it. And some of you, you are here. You have cut off some people and up till now, you are still feeling the pain. Why? Because they were God-giving people in your life. I always say there are some people, even when they offend you, you just try to make it up with them. Why? Because you can't cut them off. I am an expert in cutting people off. You know me. I mean, what you see is what you get. When I'm happy, I'll tell you I'm happy. When I'm not happy, I will tell you I'm not happy. It, it doesn't take me five minutes to make my decision. That's what it is. But when I when I know this one you can't cut off, there are people you don't cut off. Are you getting my point? I want you to talk to God. Now, Father, any person you have given me in my line of destiny, may you cause them to align with me. Yes, Lord. Any God-given person, Father, help me to align with them. Come on, lift up your voice. Lift up your voice. Lift up your voice. Lift up your voice. Lift up your voice.
you are taking your last battle and prayer you are declaring in the name of Jesus that may God grant you the spirit of discernment that you will not miss your helpers you will not miss your place of blessing you will not miss your connection say father help me to discern come on lift up your voice and talk to God talk to God talk to God talk to God now lastly you are praying for your family as we are dedicating our families to the Lord. I know some of your family, your members may be in the village or wherever, but I want you to lift a prayer over their lives as we live here. The fact that this whole year from January to December cover my family, that we shall not hear bad news in our families. We shall not have casualties in our families. That the blood shall be a seal over their lives. Come on, lift up your voice.